0: Hello and welcome to St. Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of morning prayer. So it's good to see you this morning, and uh, as I say, welcome as we join together for morning prayer. Shall we pray? The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in Him. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and for ever. Amen. This morning's psalm is Psalm 98, a celebration, a hymn of celebration uh, for the the reign of the Lord, the righteous reign of God. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvellous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness to the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout for joy to the Lord all the earth. Burst into jubilant song with music. Make music to the Lord with the harp, with the harp and the sound of singing with trumpets and the blast of the ram's horn. Shout for joy before the Lord, the King. Let the sea resound and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. Let the rivers clap their hands. Let the mountains sing together for joy. Let them sing before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples with equity. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Isn't that a brilliant way to start the day? (laughs) Singing for joy to the Lord. When I looked at the Gospel uh, for today, it was the same passage from a different Gospel that we had in church just over a week ago. So for this morning, we're going to turn to Paul's second letter to the church in Corinth. And we're going to start chapter one and it's verses one to 14. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the church of God in Corinth, together with all the saints throughout Achaia, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings we suffer. And our hope for you is firm. Because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we suffered in the province of Asia. We were under great pressure, far beyond our ability to endure, so that we despaired even of life. Indeed, in our hearts we felt the sentence of death. But this happened, that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God, who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him we have set our hope, that he will continue to deliver us, as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf, for the gracious favour granted us, in answer to the prayers of many. Now this is our boast. Our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in the world, and especially in our relations with you, in the holiness and sincerity that are from God. We have done so not according to worldly wisdom, but according to God's grace. For we do not write to you anything you cannot read or understand. And I hope that as you have understood us in part. You will come to understand fully. That you can boast of us. Just as we will boast of you. In the day of Lord Jesus. I don't know about you. I find Paul really. uh, Challenging at times. His sentences are. Very complicated, aren't they? And they flow and they flow and they wrap around themselves. Um, And Picking out where he's going to me presents a challenge, I've got to say. But for this morning I was struck, I don't know about you as I read that, I was struck by three things, very briefly. And they were comfort, dependence and prayer. And in this passage, as, as Paul writes to the church in Corinth and talks about the hardships he and his companions suffered on their missionary journeys and they did didn't they if you read acts they really did suffer at times Um, Paul talks about God's comfort and we talk about it don't we we pray about it about receiving God's comfort in our lives and I wondered what that meant for Paul I don't have an answer, I've got to say. <laughs> I don't have an answer. But could I suggest that that comfort from God is is encouragement from God to, to help Paul and his companions to, to come through those challenges. I think it also involves God's grace. What he pours out things that we can't earn things that we can't deserve, but that God pours out on us freely. And perhaps it's a sense of confidence, even in those challenging times, that, that God is there with Paul at that point, and with us now. That God helps every single one. And I see uh, just popped up, Julie, thank you, Julie, just saying very close and personal comfort and grace. Yeah. And as Paul goes on to talk about the, the difficulties he had, and let's face it, we do and may experience difficulties in our lives. Of various sorts. That realisation. From Paul that. In those. Extreme situations. They understand the Dependence on God. It ties up with comfort doesn't it. That They can't achieve. In their own power. It's true for us isn't it. Again it's very personal for each one of us. We can't achieve in our own power. But we can always depend on God because of what we know God does for us. And then briefly, finally, Paul mentions prayer. It's such an encouragement, that. Um, And I think it's an encouragement for us here today and every day about praying and praying for others. As Paul prays for the church in Corinth in this instant, and the church in Corinth, the the Christians living again under quite a pressurised situation there. The power of their prayer supporting Paul. And it's a real encouragement as far as I'm concerned uh, to to see that, to read it. And yes, to be encouraged to keep on praying for others as well as for ourselves. So those three things for me this morning. Comfort, dependence and prayer. And that's prayer for ourselves and for others. Amen. So that actually is a good way of leading into our time of prayer this morning. So please, uh, as normally, if you have any prayer requests, do pop them into the comments box and we'll take time as we go through our prayers uh, to come to them, or to as many of them as we can. So shall we pray? Almighty and everlasting God, We thank you that you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger. Order us in all our doings and guide us to do always what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and fearful, and lift up all who are brought low. And Lord, we, we do pray with Julie this morning for that. A continuing process for Sadiq. May he truly meet with you, Lord, with his Saviour, Jesus, and and his life be transformed. And Lord, at the same time, we pray for all people who are uh, seeking at the moment, who are unsure, who have doubts, And who need that it's the same as Paul, right, that comfort of knowing you in their lives. And Lord, we pray for healing and in particular we pray for Chris Picard. And with Pauling we pray for Jonathan and Sue Vera who are Recovering from that process of donating and the transplant of a kidney. What a wonderful thing that is, Lord. And for Pauline's sister, Caroline, who's waiting for that gynae appointment. And uh, for that intervening time as she waits, Lord, for any pain or discomfort or distress. We pray, Lord, that you'll take that away. And give her ease and peace in her life and lord we continue to pray for our good friend don uh, following the death of his dear wife irene we pray for him and for his family and it's a really difficult time this lord as as uh, they have to think about and arrange the funeral arrangements for Irene and as they move forward through this time of mourning and grief we pray that you'll walk with them Lord bring them peace in their lives and the knowledge that, that your love is surrounding them at every moment and Lord we continue to pray for the Aquino family and for young Noah as I believe that today marks the start of a new uh, phase in his treatment the second round of the latest treatment Mm -hmm. we pray for them all Lord for the concerns and the worries that they have we pray that Noah's body will be strong enough to withstand the the forces that these uh, drugs and treatments put on him but Lord at the end of it that he will come through and be healthier and in the course of time will be cured. We do thank you, Lord, for what you have done in the lives of that family over this last year. We continue to pray for Bob and Jenny, for Deirdre, for any others whom we know who are struggling in any way, Lord, or suffering at the moment. And we continue to pray for peace and healing in this diocese, Lord, and we give you thanks for the uh, for the service of Bishop Debbie as she has taken on that responsibility of overseeing. The daily life and work of the diocese. We know Lord that you will have equipped her for this and pray that you will be with her each day and guide her through these challenging moments. And Lord we pray for the NHS today as it celebrates its celebrated 73rd Uh, anniversary since its founding, and that wonderful news of the award of the uh, George Cross from the Queen. We do give thanks that over this uh, last period of time through the pandemic and actually, Lord, looking on into the coming weeks and months as um, the virus doesn't go away, we give you thanks for for the work that everybody who is part of the NHS, has done, is doing and will continue to do to support us, to keep us safe. We pray your blessing on each and every one of them, Lord. And Lord, as Julie's just prayed, we we do give you thanks the ordination of Lauren Cheshire over the weekend uh, that that she has moved forward uh, in her service in her journey with you and we know that you'll have exciting things lined up ready for her to go to Lord in the coming weeks months and years and in our own, uh, church family, we, we think about Sean and Abby, and their approaching move from St Thomas's as Sean goes off to study for ordination. And we thank you for the blessing that they have been on us, Lord, over the past two to three years. And pray that you will continue to bless them as they move forward in your service. So, Lord, may we rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And so we say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And so may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil. And keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. So thank you for being with us this morning. Um, As you go out into today and into the coming week. uh, Whatever you may be doing. Do take care and stay safe. And so let us go from here in peace. To love and to serve the Lord.